We advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I am. Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am. What is that? Where is it? Faster. I am Sofa King. Not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Just so you know, I understand what that is. I'm saying, who just has so it? you know, was, that was the exact reactions I was expecting. No, bro, I'm in the middle of trying to clank my whiskey, enable this, put on ads, and do all that shit. And you're trying to show me some badass boombox, and I was like, "Fuck, I want to know where that's at. Is it for sale?" But I'm also in the middle of doing all the shit I need to do for the intro, so I can clank my glass, ding that thing. Like I couldn't have none one of more that process. mattered. All that you said is it for sale? Mattered. It doesn't matter. Okay. The reaction was exactly right. You're just like, look at it, like. That wasn't my like, reaction. What? Like, what? I was and doing a fucking I, I, thing. Dave didn't wonder if it was for sale. I just showed it to him, and he's like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I want yeah. to sell. I have one. I have yeah, a boombox I, I didn't know if it was for sale, if he owns it. Does, it doesn't matter, Like It doesn't matter. It's I like the one, approval. I bought one of yeah. well, Okay. Whatever Dave wants, I still want to know if it's for sale. Is it for sale? No. Okay. It's my boombox. Oh, it's yours? You have that? Yeah. Where the fuck did you get that? Secret. No, no secrets. Where'd Don't you get ghetto it? blaster? I know. Where the fuck did you get it? Those are worth a bunch of money. You had it for a while, or did you get it? No, I found it. That's like fucking five, six hundred dollars. No. Well, you didn't pay that, but it is. Look it up on eBay right now. No. Like a Lasonic one, yeah. What year it's is not that? Lasonic. Dude, look it up. Yeah. Two speakers like that, when they're, they're all you find is the fucking one side bullshit, realistic small ones. Oh yeah. Like I got one. I think mine. I think mine's realistic or something. But I got it in Ventura. Yeah. And it has tape, radio, antennas not fucking broken, had the battery door on it, runs mm-hmm. off the fucking battery and works, had the cable inside the fucking battery mm-hmm. compartment mm-hmm. and fucking works. I bought fucking, mm-hmm. uh, I bought like five cassettes and that fucking radio for like $27. So Damn. I looked up, yeah, so this and all that, battery door, runs right. off six uh, D batteries, antenna's good. It's not a reissue? Huh? No. And uh, I looked up, first tape, I looked up Wu-Tang. 36 chambers. I want to get it was $250. God. You fucking damn. You motherfucking robbers. For God damn it. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, wow. Takes more than the radio. Yeah. But I did find a place online that does like, uh, they do reissue mixes right. of shit. And it, that's pretty cool shit. Like, oh, I was cool. like, damn. Like, or just fucking tape it yourself. Yeah, that's that's a fucking I mean, fuck that. Just online, like, fucking get a Memorex, yeah, fucking exactly. The Memorex dude. with the dude just fucking reco- sitting in the chair. Record your own tape, yeah. and, and it has the mic on play it. Play it in the boombox. Yeah, it's yeah. got the mic, so you can DJ your own shit. Oh, you know nice. what I mean? Up next, yeah. you know, I yeah. bought, I bought Tone Loke, Bruce Springsteen, and then what the fuck was the other one? I got, I don't know. I got a couple. I have like fucking yeah. Goonie soundtrack. You get pissed about that, but I can't. What else did I get? I don't know. I got some good cassettes though. Yeah. Ventura has a I bunch of find, shit. Yeah, I need to find some here in town. I gotta, mm. I gotta start looking. Well, do you guys ever go to Ventura? Yeah, I do. Every, like, it's been a while. I mean, you know, there's, I, that, I there's that one shop that has a fucking ton of cassettes in the they back. They do. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, my family went to Ventura just a while back. Even the Goodwill like, there has like a fucking set of fucking tons of cassettes. That, was, yeah. that that like uh, booze arcade that we went to at the Chicago meetup. It had that weird 
cassette wall. Dude, uh, Sarah from Teco, Sarah and Sam, they have a fucking whole wall in one of their rooms where he has his drums set up. And the whole fucking wall is cassette tapes. Damn. I don't that know if you can take them off or they're like that, at that bar. Sweet. You could take them cool. out. You could like swap them out. And there was like even like a sign up that said you're you're welcome to take any of these as long as you replace them with a real cassette. Yeah, Sarah and Sam so have like, a wall there was like a that. Tape, you cool. like oh they've got this old Prince one, and you could swap it out with fucking oh, shit. as That's long cool. as you have another real. It's like the little the, the library. Like they really didn't yeah. care. You could just fucking swap it out as long as their wall. Like in Westchester, there's a couple of those those take share library things that looks like a little TARDIS, and you can like put a book in. Oh, take yeah, a book, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. There's erotic novels in there for children. Yeah, I'm that's sure. sweet. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna have to go. When did you get that though? Uh, a couple weeks ago. Damn, that's pretty cool. I'm um, jealous, dude. I, I'm gonna have to go raid some. What take, brand is it though? Yeah. It's a uh, fucking. I don't even remember. Tech. No. Toshiba. No. It's got a little logo on there. You find it. I have to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Sony Tech Realistic Radio Shack. No. 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 I bet you Google that motherfucker. You didn't buy it online, huh? You found that shit at a thrift store or something? Yeah. That's it's worth money. I'm telling you. But anyone that looks like that, they're worth fuck. Did it have an EQ or anything on it? Yeah, it's got the on the top the three knobs. That was knob EQ. It's just yeah. like tone volume. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have the fucking. No, it's got the EQ. bass, the bass boost. Yeah. It's got the fucking lights. Pretty the cool view dude, meters. Dope, dope. Yeah. <clears throat> That's worth money. I'm fucking telling you. So yeah, we yeah. have a very interesting proto whiskey. It smells that was fucking sent weird, to us dude. by by Matt D. Adams. So I'm sure I'm pronouncing no, no, it that's wrong. That's not Matt D. Adams. Mm-mm. Oh, Mike Mike D. Francisco. So yeah, same same same. Both those. Yeah, same oh, they're both. He's going Mike for the shelf. Yeah, he went okay. hard. He sent nice. us two. Yeah. So both shit boxes. It's from a distillery called Glendalough or Glendalo or something. It's actually a place in Ireland, Dave. I figured it smells no. fucking wild, dude. But it's, it smells it's like spelled. P-O-I-T-I-N. Second I has a weird little squiggly above it. Poutine. And in parentheses, it says it's pronounced Pachin. Hmm. And it says that it is the, it's the first, it's the oldest distilled spirit in the world. And it's the ancestor of Irish whiskey and all spirits. It was first made by Irish monks over 14 centuries ago. And it was outlawed in 1661 and became like an Irish moonshine. We situation. have another bottle of that style that is named that poutine or however the fuck you say it. Cheese, Parcheesi. cheese curds uh, with gravy. Mm-hmm. Um, but We're playing a I game of parcheesi. Kelp, kelp noodles here. gave it to us. I don't fucking see it though, but we do have one. So here's clear like that. I'm kind of scared of this. God damn it! Here's yeah, a Roseanne bar. It smells like fucking mashed potato loads. Mm. Oh. Weird. Oh. Oh. And then it's strange. What the fuck? Oh. oh, and I poured enough for two sips. Get the last of it. Oh. Mm. That was like Malort. Mm. That's fucking bitter. It's strange because it's Holy sweet fuck. in an unexpected way. <sighs> My parts are tingling, but not in a good it way. Is, it does have bitter. It hits the back of your sides of your tongue. There's like it's this like flavor sweet profile and bitter. that I can't identify. It's citrusy. What it's got citrusy. That? that is so bizarre. Yeah. That is not in any way what I was expecting this to no, taste like. It definitely is not. It's, I thought it was going to be completely different, but it, it gagged it's me. It's bittersweet. It's like it's bitter and sweet. It's yeah. fucking strange. That is weird. That was a very strange uh, whiskey experience. Strange. Well, not yeah, whiskey experience. I'm, man, I'm not a fan, but I can appreciate. Um, it's an experience. I yeah, I, I couldn't sit down it. and drink that, though. No, that's strong. That no, is, that's, that's, that's bizarre. Fucking, 
fruit that is, is fucking weird. Hot, that's dude. like meat juice. You know what I mean? Like you, that's like, like, you could drink you know meat juice, is? but you're not gonna keep drinking meat juice. That's the shit that they drank on the Nebuchadnezzar. It's a hundred and ten. That's a hundred and ten. Matrix. That makes yeah. sense. Like that's like like we're distilling some shit in the yeah. apocalypse, and it'll get you drunk. Does it taste good? Eh, it grows on you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think oh, Russians dude. love this shit. Yeah, 100, it's fucking, 110 proof. God yeah. damn. Yeah, that shit's a fucking man drink right there. That can't is. Handle it. That is weird. It's so bizarre. It's not like I mean that is as it don't diff- taste like whiskey. It's not whiskey. All, like yeah. that. It's it, it's a ca- like it's like there's whiskey and there's gin and there's vodka and there's fucking parcheesi. This parcheesi like <laughs> that is a yeah. completely different yeah. alcohol that like yeah. you can't. And it tastes about as similar to whiskey as gin does. I wasn't ready for it. <clears throat> no, I wasn't ready at all. It's one of those that feels like it should be at Rite Aid where if you had a cut on your arm, like this would save you. If yeah. you got injured, no, this definitely. would be the one I would go for oh, to yeah. pour on my wound, yeah, like my yeah, gunshot. Yeah. yeah. would come down here and just fucking yeah. put on a rag. Or you could put a rag in this like motherfucker. I'll put, my, I put four fingers Throw it at the fucking wound. cops in a riot. Like this yeah, motherfucker yeah, yeah. would like blow up. Yeah. I'll put my four fingers in your in your gunshot wound and open it up mm. like little forceps. Yeah, yeah. And then gape, we'll like pour that gape. shit. Yeah, we'll gape your wound. Man, that is very strange. Thank you. Yeah, Michael no, it's D. cool Francisco, to have I, yeah, because man. I've never had anything. I don't think like he that. I don't think he's tried that either. No. You know. Maybe not. I don't know. know. I was but no, I, that shit hit me. That's that's uh, not a that's so unique. Mike's gonna come visit us one day. He's yeah. gonna have to try all the ones he, he's, yeah, gonna, yeah, he's yeah. gonna be drunk yeah. as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he's gotta try everything he sent us if he hasn't tried it, and then he's gonna have some on the wall he wants to try, I'm wow. sure. Yeah. So thank you for the bottle. So does he here. have a shelf now? Is that is that the uh, shelf? Well, there's that Kaylee confusion. You you wow. made a ruling. So Dave made a ruling, a, Mike and Kaylee, um, about how that's gonna work. So what was your ruling? So Mike and Kaylee have sent us uh bottles. Together, like two or three together. Yeah, they can make a shelf together. They can make a shelf together. Or they can make a shelf. Or they separate. can start sending right. separate stuff and get. But they don't like these. It, that don't add count to the, towards the shelf to that shelf. These right. add to a Mike DeFrancisco which shelf. I think he's like three or four, but he gave Mindframe one. So I don't know what you want to do about that. There's That's a Mindframe mind frame one over there. That's mind frames. Yeah, Mindframe doesn't have a whiskey wall. Uh, <laughs> we do. I appreciate it. Have, we do. It, yeah, have, that's true. it, it consists of him. Yeah, they have a Mindframe has a whiskey. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's separate, and we didn't drink that on here. So I'll That's have to true. count. Yeah. That's true. Gather them. I'll put them on a shelf, but will it get labeled? That's the question. I have no problems having us drink the writer's tears and folding it on to the the sofa king shelf Into but the that's, count. Yeah. that's a discussion that has to happen yeah. between you two as well so thank you care. uh michael d francisco it is a very strange alcohol experience again like i said it is it is its own category of grain alcohol that's yeah. as different as any other grain alcohol it's is strange from any too other because like i can drink whiskey and not fucking wince you know what i mean like hot fucking crazy whiskey like yeah, every fucking 200 bottles oh, that shit me. made me do the fucking funny yeah, face where me. i was like oh, yeah. i had to shake it yeah. off like well i thought yeah. it was gonna taste completely different i was ready for it i was ready for i was it, ready for was like, like a like it just fucking for like, a dry yeah. southern moonshine i was ready for a smaller dick yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I was ready then for. You got and a BBC. Shit, yeah, yeah, it poked me in the back of the throat. Yeah. <laughs> used my used my tonsils as a punching bag. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. So um every week, if you're say say you're new to the show. So this is your first time listening. Okay. You're out there. Hey, I just downloaded Sof King Podcast because all my friends said it's fucking amazing. So they're liars. But uh it's not that good. What yeah. they just talked about a hot sack. What in the world? 
that's what they would say. Yeah, they would say. What exactly in the that. world? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what do you know. mean? That's from something. What <laughs> in the world? It goes just like that. I'm doing an impression of something perfectly. I have no idea. What I don't it is. know what it is, uh, but every single time oh, I just read, like, every single <laughs> time I read a child's book to Vaughn, some surprised creature or person in the book makes me pause and say, "What in the world?" That's for, someone yeah. on the live. Tell us what the fuck I don't that know. Is. What I know we're like from, just not knowing say, what it is. But if you're new to the show and you're <laughs> saying they're giving out a hot sack, what in the world? It's because El Yucateco, King of Flavors since 1968, is our primary sponsor. It's a delicious hot sauce. You put it in your food. Yeah. And here's here's how it goes. Again, I'm just I'm just breaking it down from from jump. You have food. Mm-hmm. Um don't know what kind of food it is. Something savory. Okay. An and omelet. Uh, an omelet. You have mm-hmm. an omelet and you like spicy food. So you look in your cabinet or your refrigerator and you think I would like to add a sauce of some sort. Not even necessarily spicy. But you like some. You like your food not bland. I like it not bland. I like it flavorful, and I like it spicy. What you might do is grab a bottle of El Yucateco Black, because on an omelet, especially, it would be delicious. Mm, I agree. But because they are a sponsor, we give away a gift every week to someone who has posted on social media. And you might be saying, "What in the world is social media?" <laughs> well, social. I, I don't know. Well, social media. <laughs> Are things such as uh, face neck and uh, you crotch, Instaberry, Instaberry, uh, Gooch, <laughs> and you uh, you share experiences with the world in a in they an have anti-social a new one. They have a new way. One you missed is Snap Clam. Snap Clam, yeah. uh, that's <laughs> up and like coming. That. So in a very un anti-social way, you clitter. post things on clitter, clitter, <laughs> yeah, hit me up on clitter. <laughs> uh, you, which I I just realized that it shouldn't be called social media. Why? Because I'm just like taking a shit in my bathroom where no one is around. That's not social. I'm by myself. But you can it's do that isolate. while you're being it's social. It's You don't have to online. shit when you twit, Dave, just for the record. Hmm. <laughs> what a concept. Oh, that's what I guess. Well, <laughs> I've been doing it wrong. That ups my Twitter game. Yeah. So, so many more anyway, on, on something like Instaclam or, or whatever, you, you taint someone <laughs> on. up now. You taint, someone, you taint someone on Gooch um, and you Clip share book. a picture of the food that you're eating um, with this El Yucateco hot sauce, King of Flavors, since 1968. And if we think it's a good enough picture compared to all the other pictures we've gotten, we send you a box with hot sauce in it and a bunch of other really great items. T-shirts, stickers, all kinds swag of shit. items. Swag shit. Miniature skeletons, if I have them. Yep. Dick straws. Dick straws, all of it. That's almost guaranteed. This week, it goes to <laughs> Gavin Cooper. And he made a very sophisticated dish mm-hmm. um, that he simply refers to, which tells me that he's he must not, have gone to culinary school or something. Yeah, I'm guessing a, in France. It's it's what he calls craft dinner, mm-hmm. which looks as if it is a box of craft cheese and macaroni with the powder, with yeah. the powder, um, with a sliced up hot dog in it, and Probably covered just bar. Like probably, the, probably. Bar hot dog. It doesn't the look like S. the hot dog was especially cooked. It looks like it was just sort of dumped in at the end to kind of pseudo cook in the heat of the, mm. of the mm, which he calls craft dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says that it's a Canadian classic. So I'm guessing in Canadian land they refer to it as because in Michigan some people called it craft dinner. Called the hot dog instead sashimi. of calling it macaroni and cheese. Hot dog sashimi cheese. 
but he ha- has a liberal dose of uh, El Yucateco Red. So thank you uh, for sharing. You will get a hot sack. Frankie Pigeons will holler at you, and you will get it. And also, at the top of every episode, we like to thank um, our patrons. Uh, you keep the trains running. You keep everything going. We make a lot of shipments every month. Uh, you allow us to afford that and also put a little bit of money in our own pockets to get our own uh, craft dinners. And the first of which this week that we want to thank is Kristen Hensey. Hmm. She's probably an alcoholic, I think. Why is that? Yeah. Well, she sounds, she sounds, ado- sounds adopted it and probably an alcoholic. That, the kind of chick that would like marry an Irishman or something. I was going to say, yeah. that sounds like she would have like an, an annoying uh, Irish it, boyfriend. It, it would explain husband. the last name because if you pronounce it the way you're supposed to pronounce it, it's like Hensey. <laughs> yeah, like you get a hiccup. Like a hiccup. Yeah. Like a drunk hiccup. Last name sounds like a drunk hiccup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, coincidentally, that's her nickname, Hillbilly Hiccup. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Yes. Yeah. Well, it, it all lines up. Yeah. Yep. She'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah. So yeah, thank you, nice. Kristen, for uh, all of your contributions. Um, and she is a very active member of the community. So mm-hmm. seriously, she thank you. Been around a long active. time. She's been around. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. 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 Many uh, diseases. Ron Smith. A more generic name I could not think of. <laughs> no that, shit. That's even worse than John Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. Ron Smith's Ron even worse. Smith. Wasn't yeah. he the director of the movie? Uh, he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ron Smith. Yeah. Is maybe the movie it was, about nothing? Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was a counter reaction to the fact that we always make fun of the fact that all of our patrons have bizarre names that we can't pronounce. He went back to basics. Ron it's either Smith. that or 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 very generic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He has sex missionary. Yeah. For all sure. the time. Yeah. For Vanilla sure. ice cream. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yep. Um, he had next. a he had a checkup with his doctor. Everything was good. <laughs> Everything's basic. Yeah, really? everything, everything was everything yeah. was uh, everything just, is normal. Yeah. He's got about five hundred dollars yeah. in his checking account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always, every day, At every any normal given guy. time yeah. doesn't yeah. matter. What bill, yeah, I've always got five. He spent five hundred yesterday. Yeah. Has five hundred yeah. a day. That'd be yeah. a great superpower. Mm-hmm. That would be. That'd fucking be fucking awesome. fantastic. No, you have to wait tomorrow. Like, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow you have to rich. pull the money. Yeah. Like if you forget yeah, yeah, to pull yeah. the money, you lose the 500 for that day. <laughs> right. but if you pull the money, you're good. You got right. it. And it's just, right. you can stack it up or however you wanted it. Right. That'd be an awesome super. But then you could d- fucking do crazy shit though. It's like, oh, I just bought a house. I'm going to write a check for the full amount of the mortgage. That's 15 grand a month. In. Yeah. Because yeah. the check's going to clear and tomorrow I'm going to have $500. Yeah. <laughs> like I can just kind of keep yeah. buying everything. I'll just max out my credit card, send them a check yeah tomorrow yeah, yeah. 500 might be overdrawn today that's a 20 dollar fine yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow i got 500 dollars and all yeah. that shit got paid off yeah yeah that's a great power i like that um we have aaron atienzi how do you spell that shit a-t-i-e-n-z-e could be french could be italian yeah could, could be, be a, could Portuguese. Be a, could, you know what they're not, though? A hmm. fuckface peasant. That is exactly right. They are not a fuckface peasant. There might be peasant. a lot of things, but yeah. they're not that. Might be a Thank, whore and a fucking douchebag. Thank you, A.A. Ron. Hubbard. A.A. Ron Hubbard. Robert Manning, two N's. Robert Manning. That's fucking Peyton Manning's fucking crippled brother. <laughs> crippled? Yeah, he's crippled. <laughs> Bad no. car accident. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. His well, dad, thank you. His yeah. dad told him uh, it should have been you. Told, yeah. told Peyton it yeah, should have yeah, been yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> he was That's way rough. better. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. He was the one. He was the one deflating Tom Brady's footballs in the background. Oh, right. Uh, I'm pretending like I understand these sports ball jokes right now. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know who the fuck that is. That also Peyton exp- Manning. Yeah. The, I know who that is. I do not. I know it's a football player. He's right? a, uh, no, it's basketball. Yeah. You're lying to me right now. I at least know that it's football. 
No. That's how much I know then. Then I really don't know. He's a quarterback for the Detroit Reds. <laughs> That's a cigarette. <laughs> Yo, ma'am, you smoke Detroit Reds? <laughs> yeah. It's actually a good cigarette. I'd actually start smoking yeah. for one That's of them. That's like a laced cigarette. If you sit, yeah, Detroit that shit's got fucking yeah. angel dust yeah, in it. Exactly. Start seeing shit after you smoke <laughs> one of those. Every cigarette. You get a blowjob from your cousin after you have one of them. And a Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> called Detroit Reds, man. They got yeah. PCP and Red Bull in that shit. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds fucking delicious. <laughs> pack of these last 30 days, bro. Yeah. You only need one. Yeah. And it's menthol. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no. fuck yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, you know. The red, <laughs> Detroit Reds menthol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe, yeah. maybe it's Fago and PCP, actually. Yeah. That's, okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> just that red pop. In California, yeah, yeah, yeah. in California, though, it's, it's Shasta. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. right. And, and then Tiki finally, Punch. I feel like this might not be their real name. Um, Darth Taint. Darth Taint. That sounds like Jason Roskam undercover. Really? Yeah. He just messaged me, actually. Oh, see? Like right there now. Yeah. Maybe we're going to be yeah. talking about him. That's yeah. funny. His ears just messaged me. Yeah. There's a great disturbance yeah. in the taint. Well, we know we know who Darth Taint's uh, lover is. Hmm. Bradley Cooper. Mm. Right. That's, true. Yeah. True. Whether, it, whether it's Jason or not. So thank you all um, for supporting us. And if you want to continue supporting us, go to podbelly.com. We are a member of the Podbelly Network. And you can find great podcasts there and explore till your heart's content. I think Darth Taint is where you just ram the helmet of your dick right into the taint over and over. You never actually penetrate. You just well, bang. That's, it. That's yeah, yeah. You penetrate yeah. the taint. It's going to hurt. Yeah, you just bruise it yeah. over and over. Darth Taint. So our topic today <clears throat> is um, the Shaolin warrior monks. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I... Um, so I came across the topic the back of it uh because of a really short it's like it led me down a i I fell into a rabbit hole of shaolin like genuine (laughs) shaolin no like real shaolin monks like i fell into which i didn't even know necessarily i watched was still a thing in preparation for this show um so i watched a a documentary it's like a 10 minute long bbc documentary i'll put a link in the show notes um and it's about this guy who's doing a test to become a Shaolin uh, monk. Right. Um, they studied like 11 years for some crazy Yeah, he shit, stu- right? well, he studied, he studied Kung Fu for more than 11 years. He studied one particular form. Monkey climbs called the, the tree. The monkey pole style, which yeah. is fucking amazing. Um, and I watched multiple interviews with other people who know Shaolin or trained at the Shaolin Temple. It literally and looks all like of a- them say this is the most difficult form in Shaolin Kung Fu, and it's probably the most difficult form in all it, of martial arts. It looks arts. like some shit you see on a Kung Fu movie, and then you're like, whoa, they really do that? They're really doing it. They can, like, run up walls and run across walls sideways. and Run like, up this fucking pole, bizarre dude, I watched, pole balance like, things. I watched so many videos. There's this monk that was, he can do the diamond finger. Have you seen that? It's a fucking, he, was, he did it when he was young, and then he did it when he was 90. He did this thing called the diamond finger and he goes up on a handstand on one fucking finger and the tip of his finger is like barely bending and he, he is like fucking still as fuck. Like not shaking, just completely. Like I think like one foot's off the wall or something, but his whole body weight is on one finger and he's 90 years old. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, no, they do crazy shit. So Baseball this- bats on their throat, like fucking crazy shit. You're like, they're superhumans. So in the video, they say that this guy is getting ready to become, like he's he's been there for, he's been at the Shaolin Monastery for 10 years studying. 
and he's doing what he's what the video says are his final tests. And one is you have to show perfection of the style you have decided. And he decided this one. And the trick that he has is monkey going up the tree, which is this bizarre thing where you stick the, the pole is standing mostly upright and one foot is on the front of the pole and the other foot is on the back of the pole and you're almost yeah, they're holding even it, with yeah. the ground using your feet to hold the pole striking this bizarre pose in the middle of this kata and, and then the you pole. have to jump out of it catch the pole use it as a strike it's like this impo- impossible fucking yeah it looks like there must be strings yeah. or ropes or some shit somewhere but there are and not I, I well, saw you've some... seen people doing it you've seen people do that on uh, a pole that's embedded in the ground sure you know what I mean? Where they, right. they, they run up the pole and latch and hook their foot and put but pressure. But not on a loose But pole. not on a fucking stick that you're fucking trying to beat somebody up As with. part of an ongoing yeah. kata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. with grace. In movement. And, right. Yeah. So he, do, he has to do that, and that's part of the challenge is he's training to do that, and he's got, like, a mentor who's showing him and giving him advice. And then the other part of the test is you have to study a 200-page book of Buddhist scriptures, and you sit before three elder monks and they, and they will they random, pick it at random they randomly passage, pick yeah. a passage and you have to recite it flawlessly word for word to show your dedication to the scripture and to show your dedication well and that's all you're, you you're literally at this fucking monk village reading yeah. that doing yeah. that in your spare time reading it memorizing it all you're doing is reading that and doing martial arts still yeah. to memorize 200 pages for absolute recall is fucking crazy but if that's all you're doing 10 years yeah. and that's all you're reading yeah, yeah. you got it yeah, you're gonna but talk about fucking years. dedication, dude. Yeah, no, that's Jesus really what it's about, though. Right, that's what I mean, all that's, of it's about. That's, that's what, it, what all of it. Is. I think yeah. they sing it to the tune of Bruce Springsteen in their head, though. No, oh, probably. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I I feel like um, I've been asked like a lot of people because I mean, like a lot of people know I've done martial arts or something my whole life, you know, mm-hmm. and and to to that extent, never obviously, no. but uh, a lot of people always ask their like, you know, oh, like my kid, you know, he's he's you know he's getting in trouble a lot, you know, and all this stuff. And I want to send him to like something for discipline, you know, and people don't understand like the discipline for martial arts. It's not that fucking, you know, your kid's a bad kid and they're going to whoop him into shape. No, like that's not what it's about. The it's about commitment and the follow com- through the commitment yep. and the follow through yep. and, and pride, you right. know, in, in, in the, what you're doing right. and the uh, betterment of yourself. Right. Um, yeah. A lot of people misinterpret the discipline which for a fucking Shaolin monk, 10 fucking years yeah. of just solitude, studying a 12, you know, a 200 page. I mean, I guess that's not all you would do. You would fucking, you would already know fucking most of it. And you'd be, you know, figuring out the rest of that, you know, 200 page passages. Right. And I think people don't have an appreciation when you see those monks doing like the katas and going through all the movements. No. It's like, you're like, oh, that looks badass. It looks like a Kung Fu movie. But there's like a guy who has been a black belt, like in Jeet Kune Do or for like 20 fucking something years. Jason Lee, this guy, watched this fucking thing. And he does all his fucking shit. He's a martial artist. He can yeah. do his shit like he's done it. He, You know what I mean? He is coordinated. He's yeah. done the discipline. He's a black belt in multiple fucking disciplines. And he goes there 
and he does pretty well though. Like he in like four days. Well, and that's how that's how you would, you would be. Able you to can be okay. totally see the difference between just a subtle nuance yeah. of like how accurately they're fucking pointing their finger, yep. or like their fingers are curled when they it's put their palm out, and it stops where their elbow stops. Like the little fucking tiny yeah. things of perfection that they've. And done. that's what like kata and karate is. It builds form. Yeah, like people. And we, oh, that's useless. You're not gonna you're not gonna use that in a fight. No, of course you're not gonna. Or use Or things that, in a fight. that you don't see, like they've. But the, you're gonna use the muscle memory in the fight. Did you see them break steel over their head? Did you yeah, watch I saw that? all that fucking yeah, shit? So they have fucking you seen hit, wrestling? They, they ram their... Yeah, but these dudes, like, <laughs> they go up and, like, fucking... They're, like, hitting their head on a fucking thing, like, oh, repetitively yeah. for years. Yeah. And it, like, builds up the fucking, like, their the skull. Gold, oh, yeah. The golden bell yeah. shirt and the... Yeah. They can, the, they can fucking... They're, like... Uh, it's the same thing. Think of Muay Thai fighters kicking... Uh, palm trees and stuff, yep. you know, like banana trees. Harvard yeah. did like, a fucking yeah. study because they're like, no way are they doing this. They can dry wet sheets in the snow. They can fucking sit in the snow mm-hmm. on this little fucking mat and put a wet sheet around mm-hmm. them and they can raise their body temperature yeah. like eight degrees yeah. and fucking cause the sheet to dry. Right. In the fucking it, freezing cold. And these guys, the, so it's the, they took thermal images of them and yeah, they fucking the raised their temperature. Ag- special agent passing the lie detector. Right. Or fucking, right. you know, being able to do these things. Like when you train, uh, but take that guy and, and let him work at McDonald's and see, like he's out there doing a backflip and flip, he don't know how to flip a burger. He's flipping right. patties, bro. Yeah, yeah like flipping. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like they've, they've you've some chicken, studied chicken. that one thing and you're really, really good at it. Of course you are. That's what you've done for fucking 40 years. You're going to be excellent. Like French flies. Right. So the, the, this, the temple, the only Shaolin temple in the world, um, has, has a permanent, uh, a permanent stable, I guess, of 400 monks. Um, if a monk dies or leaves the the temple, they replace him. And one hundred of them are warrior monks who study martial. And it's all Buddhist. It's all it's all it's all a Buddhist thing. And even those warrior monks, it's like the martial arts are part of our meditation. They're part of our. And it's what I love about what they're doing. Like and like I, the school I went to was not kung fu. It was karate. And we were very, very form heavy. We were all about katas. My yeah. sensei, like well, karate, everything he karate learned. is based on, uh, I mean, Chinese martial arts, kung fu. Yeah, yeah it, it all karate came over. From, yeah. yeah. Um, but but uh, uh, typically, if you go to a karate school these days, you kind of pay lip service to doing a, a um, kata, but your sensei doesn't care too much about it. It's just a thing that you do because yeah. that's what you do. And then it's all about. But you know the kata you know, by right. memory. It's and then, the, but it's like really it's all about going yeah. to a tournament or doing whatever. But our yeah. school was like hardcore katas. And like, I, I mean, I spent 10 years of my life studying the goju katas and practicing them almost yeah. every day. I had a lot of ricotta. And then, but watching Italian these food. motherfuckers on these videos that I saw, it's just perfection, dude. Yeah. It's just like, and you'll see three or four of them doing it at the same time. And they're carbon co- Dude, like you see them break through boards with like fucking two fingers they go like boom and break the fucking board and they take these martial artists like white dudes show up and they're like black belts big fucking buff dude used to be a pro football player and they hold up the board and he's like bam like oh fuck like he thinks he broke his fingers and like yeah. these little skinny dudes come up there like, boom and yeah. just break the fucking yeah. board with two fingers or they throw the needle through the glass did you watch that no i didn't see that they take a fucking needle this long fucking mm-hmm. needle people come up and bend that shit and it's a fucking plate of actual mm-hmm. real glass and they throw it at like 135 feet per second. And you don't they don't throw it like a fucking dart. Yeah. They hold it like a knife and they throw it. And when it turns, it perfectly turns at 90 degrees and makes a hole through the glass and pops a balloon on the other side. Fuck. And then they hold up the plate of glass and they threw the fucking needle 
through the glass and it didn't shatter the glass. It fucking penetrated the glass and pops the balloon. Yeah. Wow. Fucking crazy shit. They did the one where they're hitting him in the fucking neck. Yep, I saw that one. They fucking ridge hand baseball bats in half. Oh, no, like, I saw the guy. Nothing's wrong with their fucking yeah. arm. No, Nothing's was, wrong with their arm. I was yeah, but about the, the first thousand times they did yeah, that, yeah, yeah. their arm was fucked exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's just. I'm talking about the guy who, who I'll probably go into later who was doing the, the golden, I forget what it's called, the golden bell. Golden Bell something and the iron shirt techniques are the two techniques that he decided to master, which are all about just toughening your body. Mm-hmm. And just that's his style. With sticks. And like the test he had to pass to prove he was a master of that style is they have to, I mean, they're, they're, they're like a fucking wide gauge bamboo. Like mm-hmm. they're still hollow, but they're not a fucking joke. Yeah, bamboo. And you had to break easy. You had to, he had to break, they had to break 14 of them across his throat Ooh. dude they showed like what happens man. when they don't break it the first time they gotta dude, fucking keep no it, it breaks it breaks he fucking dude. like goes he just goes oh like, like fucking chief flexes his fucking neck Oof. and it just breaks across his throat and then they show it dude it's like legit fucking think about like, trying to choke that guy there's blood there's blood fucking... on his neck because oh, yeah. the splinters from oh, the bamboo yeah. oh, are yeah, cutting yeah. his neck there's but this one like, where the jason lee guy goes and they they're like teaching him like to focus his fucking chi like we're gonna hit you right here this is where you're gonna get hit and he like is focusing so fucking hard and they break it over him yeah. and it like, it like bounces off and hits him on the wrist, fucks his wrist up. No mark where he was doing the fucking like meditation. Yeah, focus, the focus, so. Yeah. Like, so he had like some chi shield on his there's, fucking shoulder. Yeah, there's, there's something to it. Dude. There, very, there is a, I really, really honestly believe in uh, some sort of energy. You know what I mean? Like it's not chi, whatever well, you want to call it. Well, the chi, yeah, the the fucking the, ion field or something. Yeah, there there is. I, like I said, it's it's one of those things. Like unless you've ever seen it or they, felt it, do they you put, don't really know. They put a GoPro on a fucking drill, like a hilti drill, yeah. and pushed it to the side of this guy's fucking temple, and we're like drilling this fucking monk's head, and he was like ah, and they're fucking pushing. You can see the guy's muscle flexing, and there's just like a red mark on the side of his fucking head. It wouldn't go through him. Yeah. They had monks like laying across these fucking spears. That's like shit I have to see to believe. Look you know at they I got a like, GoPro hooked no, in the I, I, yeah. I know, but there's you know like it's one of those things. Like I, if I'm not it, pushing the drill, yeah, and I didn't fucking sharpen that drill bit, like it's but like, like they're right, not they're right, leaning right, they're like. You know, leaning on a spear and the spear's yeah. just bending on their throat. Yeah. That giant logs that were breaking stones in half, hitting them in the balls, the fucking iron crotch yeah. technique. I mean, there's really no reason for him to lie about it. But right. then again, you know, there's the fucking guys that sit on the canes that are floating. They have a seat right. on that motherfucker. Right. You Did know, you see like, the, Flintsto- the Flintstone know. concrete roll thing that they pull with their testicle? No. The fucking testicles. They fucking tie a little lasso thing, like a fucking latigo fucking mm. thing across their fucking balls. And it's hooked to like this Flintstone wheel. That they fucking walk with and it's mm. pulling it by their balls. Fucking crazy shit, dude. dude. There was one I watched, they said they could focus and get an erection at will with by focusing energy into their you fucking lower abdomen. <laughs> and it and it wasn't any inappropriate thoughts. They said they're not allowed to think about second. I mean, who knows what they're thinking yeah. about? Right, right. You Come know, they're on. probably repressed. They can think about a fucking a nipple and it's fucking rock hard because yeah. they don't get any, probably. Yeah. But if well, they no, that's did, the odd thing though, it, is it's dude. not like they've lived there their entire bone. life. They you show up and petition, right. and a monk specialist will some come of them down. Started age four and shit, some though. of them started age four, but some of them are like I've been studying martial arts across China, you know, in this other city since I was five, 
and I want to become a Shaolin monk, and right now I'm 25. And it's like, oh, show us what you got. Oh, you're good enough. You can become a disciple. You're showing you can, promise. You can, yeah. st- and that's the thing. They'll let people study there. It's like you can go live down the hill, and you can come up here, and I'll train you every day. And then if they, if if one of the monks finally is like, oh, I fucking like that guy, and takes you under their wing, that's your only chance to become a monk because Once now one of that, them dies or leaves. Well, because yeah. but now that person is taking an interest in you and is willing to work with you all day every day it takes you on as their disciple they're going to teach you the secrets right Dude, exactly when, it's like that, magic yeah you know what i mean i want right. to be a magician right but until fucking until like, someone uh, takes me under, takes their me wing. under the wing yeah. I'm, I'm not going to know everything that jason lee went to petition and he goes and it was like it was fucking kind of lame he was like standing there so super fucking like disciplined and nervous and they fucking the grand master fucking monk was there and he has to ask him questions before he enters and he's like i must ask you questions he's like and he's fucking like translates he's like are, do you have your parents' permission to like um, go forward with becoming a Shaolin monk? He's like, uh, yes. He's like, oh, she, she, he's like, do you have any outstanding debts? I was like, this is the translation? And it's like, no. He's like, are you at least 18? He's like, this guy is clearly 45 fucking years old. It was like weird questions. Outstanding debt, your parents' permission, and fucking like, how old are you? It was just seemed like lame, like... It was oh, like, I'm sure it see, was. Uh, it was like you're going to, to rush to jump on the trampolines the and they're going to hand you some socks. Yeah. To the outside person, it might seem lame, but if you didn't have your parents' permission, you're not getting in. That's you true. Know what I mean? like, that's true. But if your parents that's, are dead, that's yeah. the first technique. Yeah, if your parents yeah. are dead, you didn't have their permission. But he's like, do you have any outstanding debts? It was like some. There was one of the really weird questions. That's that's the least weird question to me. I felt yeah. it was don't come important. roll. Don't come rolling up to the <clears> temple trying to fucking avoid crimes and debts in the outside world. Maybe that one incident, but I felt like it was. Is your heart and mind pure and true? Are you as pure as the water of the fountain no. i thought it was gonna be some cool shit like that but it was like do you have your parents permission sign right, here right like well, but the, the other thing Chuck is e. though that's not that <clears throat> level of questioning isn't so you can come up here and become a monk it's just to if you want to come back here tomorrow and train right then you have to answer these questions right you know yeah, like that's sign this waiver like and if you train die. here for years and years and years someone might take an interest in you and move you up the ladder it was weird though they gave him like a little shitty duffel bag and a water bottle that said shaolin he didn't yeah, speak shaolin that's part yeah. of the new the <laughs> he didn't new speak thing. chinese though when um, he went it was I like he get kicked out right away he's asian he did not they were translating it was yeah, real loosey goosey well, but they said they said that they take two they allowed uh, there's not like a set number but on average they will admit 2,000 foreigners to come and train with the monks, yeah. but not to be in training to become a monk. Yeah. Right. So it's like, and uh, one it's of the like things said that that area, the, the hill, that it, the bottom of the mountain that it's on in the, the nearest city had like 89 Kung Fu schools. Yeah. Because once you're a monk, if you become one of the hundred warrior monks, you probably don't live in that monastery the rest of your life. You leave at some point, and a lot of them just leave and go open a school down the hill. And they teach Buddhism, and they teach their they teach Shaolin Kung Fu. And if you're good enough and you study under one of those monks, then you'll go up mm-hmm. the hill and you might become a monk. So it's like a fluid kind. You get of to a, choose your style once they're though. enlightened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just oh, about, the water lizard style. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Once you reach yeah. enlightenment, it's, it's more about Instagram followers. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah sure. Fucking step. It so. Up. But that video that kind of prompted everything, there's a guy named Randon who has his own YouTube channel, and he was a he was a he was a Shaolin disciple. He lived at the temple for three years, according to his story. Um, he has photographic evidence to back it up, but he's ref- he he comments on that BBC video, 
And all of a sudden there'll be like two guys doing a kata for effect, you know, to do like a fake combat scene for the right. BBC. And then he pauses it and you can see the genuine look on his face. He's like, oh, that guy's so awesome. Like he was one of my best friends That's when I was Joey. there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, that guy, he's really funny. He's a good guy, blah, 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 blah. And then he was kind of breaking down the video and talking shit about some of the, some of the aspects of it. And mostly he was like, his final takeaway on the video is... A, the guy that they're saying is about to become a master of the of the monkey pole on this BBC documentary. He's the best guy. He's already a master. They they train he's, with him every day. They know. He's the best person with that technique in the Shaolin Temple. But they're but the video is edited in a way to make it look like he's barely learning it and catching on. But he's like, no, that's like the he's the best guy with that. Like at the temple, right? Like therefore, probably on. I'm Earth, sure people have a specialty. You know? you know what I mean? They excel at right. like fucking spear and monkey yeah, 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 fist yeah. And, yeah. But basically, at the end of the day, and like he's like one of the things he says is, yeah, a lot of this is just put on for the camera because the the monks are very you know photogenic. Like they know the camera is always there, the tourists are always there, so they put on one show when the tourist doors are open and the cameras are there, and then the rest of the time it's the real training. And he said, you're not going to, you know, in this scene, you see him like touch his shoulder and give him these kind words of loving Shaolin wisdom. And he said, that's not what training is like in training. You're getting yelled at and you're getting beaten. Like yeah. you might get some wisdom when you sit down with the master over tea later in the afternoon. But at the time you're just getting beaten and yelled at. And at the end of the day, his, his takeaway is of all the videos I've seen of people filming stuff about the Shaolin temple and talking about Shaolin this is the most accurate and honest. It's just a little bit scripted and there's a fake narrative. That yeah. The three part series link that you sent me, I think that was like on video too. There was a little kid and they were fucking strict. That yeah. was probably some realism. Like, right. Like to the point if it was in the U S someone would have been arrested and that yeah, kid yeah, got yeah. taken yeah. away. Yeah. He was like fucking like, boom, like hit him on the wrist and then fucking the kid would move his hand and he would have fucking smack it. Like, should your elbow be bent? Should your elbow be bent? And the kid's fucking crying. Cause he's like six. You know what I mean? And he's fucking sitting there shaking and crying and they're beating the shit out of his wrist. He's like, crying's not going to help you. Sit down and fucking puts him down Indian style and he just fucking sits there and like, you see him just like collapse. Right. Like into like, oh, like he said I could fucking chill for a second because the rest of it was just fucking fear and discipline. Right, right. But at the same time in the other video he said it was kind of put on, he was like, he would shout out like things to everybody and it seemed like, he's like, try harder. You must focus on your task. Like it was, I was like, is he really saying that? He's right. like, you must be very dedicated to your skill if you want to succeed in the future at this martial art. I was like, they're not saying that. Right. I don't think he's saying that yeah, shit. I mean, and even that, that Randon guy said, and the other thing is there aren't tests. Right. He was like, it's just observation. You probably. just know, yeah. like, like all the, like, you know, that he was like, the, he's got the glow. He was like, eventually the monks are just going to be like, you're a monk. Like there's not a test, you know? And again, it made me think of my school because whenever you, whenever you would, cause we were, we just had the four colored belts. We didn't have yeah. like the, the multiple, you know, uh, more, more modern color system. So it was like you have a white belt and then you get green, then you get brown, then you get black. Mm -hmm. yeah, and then in most systems, you'll get two stripes per belt before you. So you'll get two stripes on your mm -hmm. white belt. Then you take a test to go to green belt. And what that reminded me of is how my system uh, worked is you would just be doing something at the end of the day. You'd all line up to bow and sensei would say some final stuff. And then all of a sudden he would say, Dave, step forward. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like what, what been, am I gonna you've get? been promoted to hot brown and he would neon he, he would stand up and he would reach into his pocket and uh pull out because uh, he was i a, got your nose he was a fucking uh an oaky mechanic 
<laughs> and he would wear like his gi top and jeans doing all this formal shit. And he reach into his pocket and pull out Did a thing of black, even cigar, black electrical tape. Yeah. And he would tape oh, yeah. a black stripe right. on your yeah. belt. Yep. And he would, uh, nine sixteen socket fell out first. He would man. tell you uh, there was, millimeter. This was the ceremony. <laughs> That's Japanese stuff, man. You don't want the American. He calls your name. You step up. <laughs> He walks up. He said, you did a really good job today. He puts a stripe on your belt out of black electrical tape, indicates that you should go back and stand in line. And once you're in line, he looks you in the eyes and says, don't let it go to your head. Yeah. Like that was the ceremony. It was like, but there was no reason to promote. Or he was like, he knew like, you're ready for the first yeah, strike. You can how, do yeah. these katas. You, so it's this, yeah. that random guy made it sound like once you're a monk, everyone there knows it. Yeah, and most, you live with the same 400 people in this fucking building and with the same 100 warrior monks. And even if you're not a warrior monk, if you're a medicine monk, which is another type of monk that lives there at the end of the day, one of the medicine guys is going to be like, Oh, go make a, a fucking pill for this. And when you come back and write down what you put in the pill, they're like, oh, that motherfucker's ready. Dude, did you watch like, where they tried to make that fucking plaster and they gathered yeah, all that dude. shit at the right time during the fucking full moon? Like they, all year they gather these fucking like herbs, herbs. and shit. And it's, it has to be like on this day, at this time of the day, like it's special shit has to be like happening. It has to drive this long it. or be done fresh. or yeah. And they do it all year to make this fucking plaster shit. What was the plaster for? I think, like you, put it, I think like, you put it on your chest yeah. and like it absorbs and the And so they have this big fucking skin. walk, right? And like a Massive. Fu- yeah, a huge walk huge, with this big ass fire. And all these dudes are like a putting cauldron. sticks in the fucking thing to lift the lid because it's so heavy. And if a fucking rooster crows or something, it's like all for shit. Like, it's just bullshit. Like, so the fucking thing catches on fire and burns it all to ash. The fire flares up and then they try to put a lid on it to protect it. And the lid's aluminum and the fire's so hot, the aluminum starts to melt into oh, the fuck. fucking plaster. And it, it burns And they are ash. heartbroken, dude. You can only do it on the winter solstice. And it's like, this is for the winter. You gotta wait again. Yeah, next whole year. year. Try again next year. Fuck. Try again next year. Come back later. <laughs> All their, the whole yeah. year was fucking toast. You yeah. could see it in their fucking heart. That's they were crushed. Yep. Yeah. So the backstory of the temple is, I mean, a lot of it's hearsay and historians arguing and whatever. So I'll kind of go through what I think the most common version of the- I saw some shit that said that the origins of Kung Fu could be as early as 500 BC. Yeah. Crazy shit. Yeah. Um. But not Shaolin. Yeah, but the origins of Kung Fu. Right. Um, So supposedly a Buddhist monk named Buddha Bhadra um, moved to China and the emperor in 495, somewhere between 464 and 495, the historians debated about the date. But those were the only two dates that came up, 464 and 495. So one of the two. Um, He... uh, met the emperor and he started teaching the emperor Buddhism and the emperor loved it and was impressed with him and said, will you stay on at court to teach my court Buddhism and the stuff that you're doing? And he said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not part of a court. I'm not political, like none of that stuff. But the emperor was like, that's fine. And donated the mountain Mount song to him and said, you can build a temple there which he did, and he built the Shaolin Temple, which basically means small forest, roughly. Mm-hmm. So he built this right around 500 AD-ish, you know. Um, and 30 years after that, so there's no martial arts, there was no kung fu, it was just studying Buddhist, Buddhist just a yeah. Buddhist temple. And, I need um, a manscape. I got Shaolin going on down there. Oh, do you? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you got a little small, forest. Like a small forest. Yeah. 
Get that out of control. So supposedly 30 years after Shaolin was was built, another Buddhist monk called Bada Harma from India um, was teaching. <laughs> Bada bag? <laughs> what was that thing back in the day? The Boda bag? Bada. I bought a. We have a fucking. Bought a bag? Yeah. I, was, I can't remember what it was. There's a clip about. I bought a. I bought a bad. Oh, I bought a bad. Oh, that's right. I bought a bad. I bought a bad. I bought a bad. Yeah. Um, so That's Mike about a bad, wasn't I bought a bad llama or something. I bought a bad llama. Something know. like that. So this guy comes and he's basically teaching what today would be considered Japanese Zen Buddhism. And he's teaching Zen and he uh, comes in and he says he's traveling through China and he's teaching what was called a special transmission outside of scriptures, which did not stand upon words. So he was teaching meditation, like for the yeah. he was teaching meditation techniques, ways to find the Buddha that weren't based on scripture and the words you were reading. So he starts to spread Zen Buddhism and meditation and all this stuff. And he shows up and apparently, which this doesn't sound, I don't know, the, the, the accounts of this guy are very strange. He's depicted in the art as an ill-tempered scraggly bearded wide-eyed barbarian and all the old chinese texts referred to him as the blue-eyed barbarian hmm. sounds like the earth king or whatever Can't pick from your fucking right but he was like the master of meditation everyone yeah. says he's a wide-eyed fucking barbarian but all he did was meditate but he maybe shows up he's indian open. though maybe he's, he's indian. you don't he turn indian, around. you don't yeah. you don't you don't uh, take your eyes off your opponent that's Blue true eyes. So he shows up and says, I want to, you know, he tries to get admitted to the temple. It might have been abbot, Brad Pitt on his travels oh, through been, time. Yeah. yeah. So the abbot of the temple says, no, you can't study here. So he goes to a cave above the temple and lives in the cave for nine years. Um, and historians tend to all, for the most part, the historians agree. Yes, this guy came here. Yes, this guy was traveling through China and teaching meditation. And yes, this guy lived in a cave above the Shaolin temple for nine years That's gangster dude. and the the rumor is that he sat in the same spot and meditated all day every day for nine years and it cast his shadow it said on that the it cave cast wall. his shadow Which, on the cave wall i thought about it i was like well maybe because the way the light um would be thrown if he was shading a certain spot that's what i was thinking but i don't know about in, yeah uv rays like would, yeah it would affect around him that's a pretty would, fucking cool bleach. story but then it goes on to say that he fell asleep after seven years, cut off his eyelids, and when they hit the ground, the first the tea first trees, tea grew. trees grew. So you're like, yeah. well, obviously right. there's. But some they claim shit. that they've they've cut that section of the cave out, and it's now an artifact in the temple, and you can see the wall and on, with his yeah, shadow. And on, on the it. thing I watched, they said that, <clears throat> and they were because I read in your notes that you said that they cut it out, and then when the thing I was watching, they said, uh, "This is the cave that he that they showed it, and they showed like a little guy, but they had a fucking weird ass little dude sitting in there, like a little." figurine and i was like where's the fucking shadow i want to see, I wanna see the shadow right, like right. i want to yeah. see this yeah. like said, i pictured like some they, hiroshima shit they removed the shadow imprint from the cave and moved it to the temple compound where you can view it when you visit it that's bold man they could have fucked some <clears throat> shit up man well they care they could have done yeah. some little fucking okay. chicken little ah, thing fuck, where they we lost the shadow yeah. chisel chisel and it's all crumble yeah oh, we fucked shit. it up uh shows in sit here for nine years <laughs> yes master we'll get another one take two it's like the plaster we'll just start over shit happens hot um, walk yep. crumbly bricks so supposedly that same guy um while he lived in the cave and he meditated all the time he realized he had to exercise 
So he started to work on forms, basically katas, that would allow him to meditate while moving. It's funny because it's like it's the equivalent to now of like I have an office job. I sit on my fucking ass in a cubicle all day for eight hours. Right. I need to go to the gym and fucking yeah, exercise. Yeah, pretty much. Because I'm sitting around so pretty much. much. That's, That's pretty much version. exactly what yeah. this is. And the I'm I'm picturing, and this is a complete, you know, uh imagining on my part. I'm picturing that his forms were probably very much like Tai Chi. They were probably like a slow focused. If it's still there to meditate, mm-hmm. like he was probably exercising, but still meditating. So it was probably mm-hmm. focusing on body work and breathing and this muscle group and that muscle group and whatever. Um, but that was sort of the beginning of katas and the beginning of martial arts. Um, but then some people, then he came, he finally, the abbot saw like, walked by apparently and was like motherfucker you been in this game <laughs> for yeah. nine years since i said no yeah and he was like yep and he was like come on down that's gangster yeah. so he invites him in nine years lets, later lets him become a monk and when this guy shows up he's like what a bunch of sad fat asses we have here and he starts to teach all of them um his meditations his forms. yeah but it turns out at the time a big war had just ended and most of the monks were retired soldiers. So he's showing them these meditation moves and they're like, they're thinking of them more like combat drills. Mm. So they start to merge. And then, you know, some of them probably already studied Kung Fu in some other form. Yeah. And this is sort of the birth of Shaolin Kung Fu. These, these warrior monks who were literally soldiers with this guy's idea. And that is sort of, so that was around, you know, just after the year 500 um, is sort of when that happened. So, they become the warrior monks and um the and again the historians argue they say that in a book called the Yijin Jing um it talks about the forms this guy came up with and then when i was watching one of the documentaries later and even that hater guy Rondon who talked about it said that there are two primary forms or katas that the Shao, that Shaolin practices and one of them is the Yijin Jing kata but it's also a book that they attribute that this guy has written. So apparently it goes all the way back to then. But some people think someone wrote it Yeah, I was later. watching that whole katas that are based on the star constellations. And you're like, how? Are they stepping on like the outline Probably. of it on the ground or something? Probably. Because, yeah. I mean, katas hide meaning. Right. Like that's part of what they evolved to do. Because at various points, your martial art will be outlawed. And an emperor won't want you to take up arms to study how to fight. But you could do these katas that right. don't look like combat. And you're just kind of moving slowly. And it's like, oh, that was a wrist lock. This is a throw when you step this way. And this is a, and then you have to decipher what all these moves are. And that everything are is fashioned after something, too. They're like, oh, these poles were cut to a lotus flower. Like right. when you're standing on them, right. like if you looked over them, there's yeah. some other shit. Yeah. And even when I, <clears throat> when I studied Tai Chi, which was brief. It was just for one summer when I was at UCLA and <clears throat> the woman who was teaching the, the Tai Chi class had all of us line up and she was like, why do you want to take Tai Chi? And I was like, Oh, I want to get in shape. I want to, you know, I want to, everybody was like, I want to get in better shape. I want to meditate. You have your parents' permission. Right. And when she came to me, she was like, why do you want to study Tai Chi? I was like, because it's a combat form and I'm really curious to see what the moves in Tai Chi translate to it. I mean, this is a martial art. Everyone thinks of Tai Chi as a meditation. It's a full-on martial art, you know? And she was like, oh, interesting. Okay, not very many people say that. So when... Did she pull out a roll of electrical tape immediately? No, but... Tape your leather belt? It was Aaron Gray. Who's Aaron Gray? 
from Silver Spoons and Buck Rogers. Aaron Graham looking it up. I watched both those when I was little. Because I was like me and one of the other guys that were in the class were eating in the commons at UCLA. Cause she I was like, she looks she looks yeah. like fucking Aaron Gray. And I was like, Aaron Gray is not teaching Tai Chi at fucking UCLA. And then at the end we were at the very upper because UCLA is on a big hill. And at the top of the hill is where like the dorms we were staying at are. And across the street is fucking Bel Air. And she got done. And we would just meet in the lawn. Oh, yeah. And that's her. Yep. So she got done Back with the, the class. And she just walked across the street into Bel Air. And I was like, and she said her name was Master Aaron. I was like, is this fucking Aaron Gray? And I'm sitting there with this other guy when we we're eating at the commons. I was like, I think our teacher is fucking Aaron Gray. Well, and she's so like, cute. You know what? Yeah, she was. Yeah, because back in the day, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. for like back in the day, like, chicks weren't actually the thing, hot. Like, it, was like a, it was like a full, wonderful moment in my yeah. life because when I was a kid, yeah. like in the Buck Rogers TV show, she was like in the future and Buck Rogers was from the past. And when he showed up, Aaron Gray, um, a.k.a. Colonel Deering, taught him all the ways of combat in the future. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting there and she was like adjusting my stance. A, I realized Aaron Gray is touching my ass right now. Yeah. B... Colonel Wilma Deering is teaching me combat techniques in the future. Right. I was like, this is all the eight-year-old Dave could have ever asked for in his entire fucking life. How old is she now? What year was this? How long ago was she's, that? Yeah, was she's not that old. This she's was probably like in, in 2000, I would guess. 90, yeah. No, probably 98. It was probably in 98. Um, but yeah, so my my dreams came full circle. And then I told my She's friend 71. Now. I told my friend Chuck that story and he was at a comic book convention because they own a comic book store. And the guy who played Buck Rogers, Gil Gerard came by and was talking to him. And the first thing Chuck said was, yeah, did you know that Aaron Gray teaches Tai Chi? And, uh, she made my friend's dreams from childhood come true because she touched his ass while adjusting his stance. <laughs> and apparently Buck Rogers did not like that story and walked away from him mm. mad. But, um, <laughs> I don't even know where all that came from. It was just a strange martial arts story. Um, but I think it was about Tai Chi. Oh, and, she did, and a, she did a, uh, a TEDx about the Wu Wei of Tai Chi or some shit. No, she's like hardcore into it. Yeah. She was like flying to China and meeting with Tai Master Chi Aaron, masters. Yeah, she's like fucking, she was, le she was legit master. at it. You know? Not even that long ago, 2015, Tai Chi with Gracious Aaron Gray the dragon at Dragon Con. No, yeah. she and she's Tai Chi done, Tuesday. Oh, she does a thing. Yeah. She's on Facebook. Tai Chi Tuesday. I'm not surprised. That's yeah. funny. No, it was a very strange experience. Buck Rogers, man, that weird robot, the little fucking Twiggy. Yeah, that's yeah. just fucking goofy, weird, beady, beady, beady. <laughs> yeah, yep. I'm all about it. So the this gets formed into Kung Fu, and the warrior monks, um, you know, defend the temple against bandits. They defend local villages because they're all fucking badasses. You know, if you're like some band of bandit, like if 50 bandits come riding up on horses with swords and think they're going to whoop a fucking town's ass and a hundred warrior monks come down the hill. Yeah, because be honest, if you ever see anyone that's never been in a fight or trained in anything the way they fucking fight, like grown ass men that, that, that have never trained in anything. Most of the time, there's some people who have it just instilled in them, but they're right. like fucking like, mm, like fucking like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. fucking monkey palm and like swinging <laughs> right. like fucking just like yeah. a vigorous girl fight just with bigger fucking fists. And even with like modern with the modern day stuff. And I, I can't remember which video or guy was talking about it, but one of the people that knows Shaolin and studies, I think it was that Rondon guy 
and he was talking about the fact that, you know, and you would see like he would be watching them do a kata on that BBC special and he would just be like, man, that's so good. Like even he was like, fuck that guy. Unbelievable. But at one point he said like martial artists will show up and try to get into the temple and, you know, think that they're great. And he was like, what none of them understand is that you might be great because you, you practice a lot on the weekends and you go to class three times a week, but everybody in the temple does this, like 10 hours a day, seven days a week, and they don't take a vacation. Like there is a different level of dedication, a different type of training. Like you can't do it. You're you're not going to your hour repetition thing. Exactly. They're on like a hundred thousand fucking hours. You're not going to your Kung Fu class and being forced to do slide finger pushups. You know, at one point they show a bunch of them. They're making them walk down stairs. Like again, Kung Fu Panda, the giant Kung Fu Panda staircase. They have to walk down that staircase on their fucking fingers. Yeah. It's like, what? Doing perfectly balanced handstands, jumping down. One fuck up. Your elbow gives out and you're eating fucking dirt. And the guy, a guy like leaning against a banister doing push-ups, and he pushes off all the way and then lands on different angles of his body to absorb the impact and then launches off from that angle and then does the back of his hands only. I and watched the, and it's just a whole like, video fuck. of the art of falling where they're like doing all these fucking flips oh, yeah. and somehow they like just gracefully like they land on the ground like they weigh nothing and then yeah. they fucking back up and spinning and flipping and landing flat. Like it was impressive. Just fucking even little things like they, they have this big heavy weight that they were throwing to each other and then grabbing by the handle. And I'm like, if you caught that thing, it would just tear your fucking shoulder out unless momentum, yeah. you knew how to catch it. Yeah. Like you had to perfectly. It's the, it's the egg that, toss. Yep, you know what I mean? Yep. Like you break the egg or you catch the <laughs> yeah. egg, you know, you, yeah. you, you know, just so practice. Did you know George Lucas based Jedi's off of Shaolin monks? Like I read that, like the whole chi is the force. Like that's mm. like he he actually I'm based not, it off. Yeah, of him. yeah. So yeah, Shaolin monks versus the Nazis. Mm. Yeah, that's Dracula. That's the pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much Star Wars. Yeah. Um. So um, they uh the temple goes through some some bad times. It gets burned down. Uh, em- a guy named Emperor Wu Di banned Buddhism in 574 and burned down the temple. Um, but then another emperor uh, shortly thereafter loved Buddhism and paid money to rebuild it, um, which happened quite a lot. <clears throat> so their golden era is considered the Tang Dynasty, which is a delicious beverage. That's what mm. it's named after. <laughs> um, or that's when Dynasty had Tang commercials. Right. Yeah. That's why you got the Wu-Tang motherfuckers. That's right, bitch. Um, and it was between 618 and 907. And 13 of the warrior monks from Shaolin helped the Tang emperor rescue his son from an army that was trying to overthrow the dynasty. So an army came in to kidnap the son and 13 warrior monks defended him against the Mm -hmm. army and got him out of there. Um, And it actually was that event got redone in um, a Jackie Chan Jet Li movie that has some super generic Shaolin name. And it's really what brought Shaolin to the mainstream, like this old fucking karate movie from like, I forget, like 1970s. Yeah. I don't even know. Um, 80s, late, late 70s. And they filmed it at the Shaolin Temple, which was like all run down and broke and fucking had no money. And then large, and it was like a huge success. That movie I tried was to a look it up success. to try to watch it. I had like about enough time to watch another uh, hour uh-huh, uh-huh. and it wasn't on my casting app. I didn't see it anywhere. Right. 
So, but apparently that a lot of people attribute that movie to the rebirth of Shaolin and to the current condition of the Shaolin temple, because so many people in the world got interested in it, that different Kung Fu schools started sending money, money to the yeah. Shaolin temple. It became a, a worldwide, I mean, everybody knows, you know, the term Shaolin monk. Oh, I didn't know that drunken master was 1978. That fucking movie. Jackie Chan, oh, drunken yeah. master. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just looked up uh, Bakersfield Buddhist temple. I, I need you to try to pronounce this. The fucking second one on the list. Look at that. How many letters is that? That's more than the alphabet. The Shaolin Temple is 82, Dave, Holy when I was shit. born. That fucking word. Wat Sam Dijpahamarajmangalaja. That's one word, dude. It's like 20-something characters. That's wow. the craziest. I've never seen a word that long. No. So is the Shaolin Temple, is that the one? That's the 19, one. Yeah. 1982. Yep. I think one. it was starring Jet Li and directed by Jackie Chan. He, uh, or was Jackie Chan in it? Director was Hasin Yang Chang. Okay. Written by Xiao Chang. I like his work. Jet Li was in it. And, oh, fuck. I don't know. Are you guys talking about Drunken Master Show? No. Oh. No, Shaolin, the Shaolin Temple. Yeah. Oh, I don't even see Shaolin Jackie Chan on here. That's weird because everything kept saying a Jackie Chan movie, but then it, every the other things all said a Jet Li movie. It's Jet Li, it's probably Jet Li. Yeah, Jet Jackie Li Chan sure. didn't really get popular here until a little bit later. I think we well, this was about. only this, pop- this was popular there. This this, uh, this okay. movie it's never got Chinese popular. Movie. Here. That's why it's called Shaolin Chi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so um, then it's there's ups Jet and Li's downs. debut movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. There were ups and downs to um yeah the temple there was a thing called the red turban rebellion in the 14th century where bandits ransacked a monastery and destroyed most of the temple and drove the monks away in 1641 rebel forces sacked the monastery because the monks were supporting the ming dynasty um Mm -hmm. the biggest was the king with q q i n g the king government uh, thought that they were doing anti-king philosophy at the temple, so the government itself destroyed it. Um, and then the Shaolin Kung Fu was outlawed, and this was the era, which is fucking fantastic, it was the era of the five fugitive monks. That sounds like a badass fucking five, movie. Yeah, it does. Because the only, five, five monks keteers. Only five monks, monks survived the purge, and then they traveled <laughs> through China and they oh, said that shit. they Did think that break or just popped out from just under pop out. You've been to that strip club, the chipmunks? No, mm-hmm. nothing. Chippendale, chippendale, chipmunks. Come on, Dave, give me chipmunks. I didn't yeah. know where chippendale came from. Oh, you know about it. It's because you do the thunder from down under. You're about the Australian strippers. I have no idea what you're talking. <laughs> about. I don't even know where chipmunks you, came up. You been to the back door here in town? No, the gay bar. No, is that what that is? The back door. <laughs> we drive past it all the time. It's by the comic book yeah. it's by the comic <laughs> shop and by, by dance. Yeah. So the five fugitive monks basically were the spread of Shaolin because the temple was destroyed. So these five monks escaped mm-hmm. and they went to different parts of the China, established their own small Buddhist temples and started teaching Shaolin Kung Fu throughout China. And then for a couple of centuries, there was a northern and a southern Shaolin temple 
once the Shaolin Temple got rebuilt on Mount Song, and it was because of these five fugitive monks who built secondary. And now there's Shaolin Temples officially sanctioned by this Shaolin Temple. There's one in the UK. There's a couple that are out there, but that that was sort of it. So it went back and forth in the Cultural Revolution in the 60s, um, where the Red Guards and Mao Zedong came through and fucking shit-canned everyone who didn't follow the new Chinese ideals. They, like, had the monks get trash thrown at them and all this fucking random shit um but that's all that's all part of it so the um the in 1704 one of the emperors um took a liking to the temple and gave like different things like it's fucking it's just so volatile over there it's like Oh, in this century, century the emperor the loved him yeah. and gave him a water mill, built it for him. And then the next one, the emperor burned him to the fucking ground and slaughtered everyone. And I then, mean, it could be like the family background of whoever the emperor was. Like maybe they were highly religious and into Buddhism, but the other one sees it as a threat. For sure. No, it, I think that's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. It could even be about personal self-confidence of a fucking emperor. You know what I mean? Like where he's like, this guy's confident. It's like, oh, this will bring peace and enlightenment to the to the country. And this guy's like, they could get me. They're fucking like, he's right. You know what I mean? He's thinking right. like, they're going to fucking take him out with his fucking Kung Fu skills. And even like, like sort of middle ground, like at one point, one of the emperors loved the Shaolin temple and would go there to learn wisdom. And he and his son realized that a bunch of fake monks lived there. And it was people who would dress like monks and, but they weren't ordained and they're eating was, meat and fucking yeah, off. Yeah. It, like getting all the benefits that the monk was allowed, that the emperor was allowing the monks to have. So at that point he went through and purged the fake monks. That sounds like the nonprofits that are just fucking using the tax. Loophole. Exactly. Dude. You know, what's weird. I just thought about is how much fucking it would affect like in a dictatorship, uh, type government, the, just the personality and fucking like something as small as like self-confidence or, you know what I mean? Of the person of the dictator, can affect the lives of the whole like where oh, there's yeah. some checks and balances For in other sure. systems where if that guy's just fucking like got little dick syndrome and he's fucking yeah. chip on his fucking shoulder right. about some shit right it, it's a problem for a whole group of fucking people right because <clears throat> that guy that yeah. guy could just whatever he does is what it is right there is no check system no it's no it's fucking, just I, what i from his say. mouth to exactly law. dude that's yeah. crazy and that's how the emperors ran in in china you know so um at this point, the um, the present day temple, um, like I said, the the like three million visitors a year go to the temple, and Damn. people from any number of of uh, documentaries. Everybody wants to film. Is it stuff is there. it monetized as far as tourism? Like I mean, they're selling little fucking Buddhism statues two, and shit. Two thirds of the money. Uh, the government has just like creates like basically there's always been I'll talk about this guy later there's always been an abbot who runs the entire monastery and the abbot is decided from within the monks now the Chinese government decides who the abbot of the monastery yeah. is and any money that they make from tourism or from like that BBC documentary would have paid them money to film on their grounds, to film the warrior yeah. monks, et cetera. And it's the real, like I said, you see this guy who studied there, lived there for three years and studied to be a monk, but then left. And he's like, Oh, those two doing that kata, that's so-and-so and that's so-and-so I know that there's only a hundred of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they get, but they don't get paid. They they, they don't make any. They don't money. need None money. Of the monks do, yeah. but the monastery does. And then two thirds of that money goes to the villages surrounding the temple, 
and then one third of it goes to the temple to support it. Yeah, for food, um, for and food upkeep, yeah, upkeep, Wi-Fi. That. Like, that would yeah. be, you know, that would be a really cool. I would like to go. I'd like, that's one of those things. I want to go to Asia. I want to go to Japan. Places like that. They're like, like entirely dependent food wise. I watched one where they had like every day there was like an offering to the monks. That like the locals did a thing because there was a guy I watched on a reality show where he went with the monks and they don't eat. They only get to eat what the fucking people of like the surrounding town were oh, giving wow. them. Crazy. And so they would walk into town and there would be like a basket of fruit and they would sit there and like show thanks and that they fed the monks. And that was if there was no food, they didn't fucking eat. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. There was actually this show that there were some of those motherfuckers that could slow their metabolism down by 60 percent. And like to give you like a measurement. The, like normal humans, your metabolism when you fall asleep slows down by 15%, which yeah. is saying something. That's a considerable amount yeah. to put you in a sort of form of hibernation, but they could go 60% and fucking go without food for crazy periods of time. Yeah. I mean, that's all about fucking... That's the thing. In a wakeful state, you know what I mean? The reason I love this is like a like the ideal situation of a Chinese or a Japanese martial art, and I can't speak to other martial arts, is like the idea of harmony between the body the mind and the spirit and that's exactly what this is like the martial arts is bringing you harmony with your body the the meditation is the mind and then studying buddha's wisdom is the spirit mm -hmm. and that's why they do all of it all of it is studying buddhism and getting to know the buddha even martial arts because that grueling these impeccable katas that take decades to master like I, that's I would be meditation. Super curious what the one life expectancy um, average is for the population of monks versus the normal population. Like, do they live considerably longer um, because of the lifestyle? And also, um, what's the the cancer rate? Like, do they fucking get cancer? Do they have heart attacks? Like, what is their what are their health uh, factors compared to normal populations living so fucking clean? Like, no meat, no alcohol, right. exercise every fucking day, super low stress, mindfulness, like yeah. fucking. I would imagine that has to be far and above the norm. Because the thing is, when you see the videos of them, they all look like they're the, the like they're fittest. They fuck. all, they're eat, they either look like they're young, right? Like they look like they're in their teens, or they all look 30, right? Yeah. Like the eldest master there looks the exact same age as the guy he's testing. Even they, all that guy's, they all die at 30 from brain injury. That, that, guy's, brain that injury. guy's probably fucking 65, that and he looks it. the same exact age as everybody else. Yeah, so the average life expectancy of a Shaolin monk... Um, 86. 79.6 years. That's normal. Yeah. I think it's on yeah. par for yeah. it. Says, yeah, it says it's not as impressive as the Japanese Buddhist monks. So Japanese Buddhist monks live... Longer apparently, and that may just have well, they're to probably do with not whooping each other's ass, too. Yeah, but might, then again, they're maybe. not, and, and, and here's the thing like, I say there's a hundred warrior monks, but that doesn't mean that the other 300 monks aren't studying martial arts. No, they are, it's for just sure. that that's not their main focus, their main focus is scripture or is herbalism or is medicine or is you know what like they all have a specialty but a hundred of them their main focus is the martial art but the martial art monks are still studying medicine and scripture and it's like you're all studying all of it it's just that you might have a different focus to become a, a warrior monk so uh the other thing that was in one of the videos that i saw was a guy named shi yan zi who is a shaolin monk the abbot selected him to go and start a Shaolin school in the UK, which he had done for 17 years. And um, the world kickboxing championships were happening. He's like 46, I want to say. 
and um, he wanted to go into the the world kickboxing championships for for his weight class and was training like crazy. They show this fucking ridiculous like CrossFit on crack that he's doing in a cave to fucking get ready for this fucking thing. And he's like talking and he's like, you know, if if I can't win at this tournament, then we should no longer call this Shaolin Kung Fu. We should just call it Shaolin exercise. I mean, I've seen a bunch of videos where MMA guys destroy fucking Shaolin monks, but I also saw some shit where they were just like letting them hit him in the fucking head. Yeah. Like a boxer versus a Shaolin monk was just beating the fuck out of his head. And he was doing it on purpose where it was like the drill on his head. He had right. like cheese shield. Right. And it wasn't right. fucking phasing the dude because he can break steel and baseball bats over his head. Right. And the guy was just punching him like a dummy. And it was doing nothing, but it's also like not much for the fucking takedowns. Like right. once they're on the ground, they're fucked. But th- this guy uh, goes, spoiler alert, if you want to watch the documentary, fast forward 30 seconds. And I watched it. It's the fight where he breaks his hand. Yeah, he right. breaks his thumb because yeah. he's not used to fighting in boxing gloves because that's not what you would ever do. And you see a bunch of footage of the first round and he kind of, he, he almost looks like he doesn't know what he's doing and he breaks his thumb and it's just like, he's like, so I'm just supposed to fucking punch this guy. Like it just doesn't right. look like he knows what he's doing. But then once he breaks his thumb and he comes back in the second round and he's like, okay, so now I can't strike with my fists. I have to just use my fists as a distraction and I have to win with my legs. He gets all and sugar. He fucking whoops the guy's ass. Those moves he does on that guy. He's the guy will be doing a front kick and he jumps in with an elbow to, or with a knee to his chest and dodges the kick. I almost feel he's like he's doing these weird little kick He might be at a disadvantage if he tosses. didn't have a, uh, an equivalently skilled adversary where it's like, what is he doing? He's just like, he's throwing this weird shit. I'm used to these elegant, like he knows that this is the monkey palms coming at me. Yeah, I right. use tiger fist. Well, right. that's, he's that's used a, to that. That's normal because yeah. like if like you Cross have somebody who's done, like say judo, you've done judo. That's what you trained in. Right. And then you go fight a guy from jujitsu. The guy from jujitsu is not going to understand what you're doing standing up. And you're not going to understand what they're doing on the fucking ground. Right. right. Yeah, I watched, you know, like, I watched and, like a 45 so, minute video about what judo throws are appropriate for jujitsu and what are, which are not. And he yeah. shows like all these. He's like in judo, you won. In jujitsu, the guy has your back right now. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, don't right. These Unless, are great yeah. for that discipline. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're really good and can get them off your back. You yeah. know what It was I mean? just like, showing like, people... he said, there's, I'm not saying anything wrong with yeah. these, but there's like a level of risk and exposure oh, for certain sure. judo yeah. throws in right. a jujitsu High risk, high reward, yeah. you know, like, but you have to be really good at it. But it's the but, same shit. Like it's, if, if you're going to fight a wrestler right. and you're trying to fight them in a karate stance, you know what I mean? Like, right. And, right. and you're right. like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, you're not going to know you're discombobulated in a sense you have to have, you have to have had prior experience right. with that uh, to know what's going to happen because the wrestler is not used to punching and you're fucking punching him in their face. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're shooting in for your leg and you're like, why are you grabbing my leg? Like right. we don't do that here, right. you know? So yeah, I mean, it, it definitely makes sense. Um, that's why the old UFC was funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? You watch these guys get in there and you have a guy in a fucking Crazy karate gi and yeah. some fucking other dude who just don't give a fuck. Right. And right. like, Dude, you know, one guy's trying to be UFCs formal where they like a guy like football kicks, like field goal kicks a dude <laughs> in the head. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, he's on dude. his hands and knees. There's no That's rules yet. And yeah. just kicks him like American history X scary fucking like terrible. Yeah. 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 Oof. That's, but yeah, so he, he wins the fight. And once once he exactly. breaks his thumb and he gets that purpose, it's a different fight. Like he's so elegant in the second round. Like those, those little fucking knee kick takedowns that he keeps getting the guy with and just these beautiful fucking kicks to the guy's grill and it's just like he just completely adapts and realizes oh i have to win this fight with my legs and then just fucking what does was your, so. what was your ramen 
wasn't it? Shin, 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 Shin Kick Ramen? Shin, Shin Kick. kick. Yeah, was. No, yeah. it couldn't have been that simple. It, could. it was cooler than that. Mm. Fiction? No. I'm not much cooler Fiction? than that. It was something so better than that. Final thing about it is, and I have, I don't know that I think this is a bad thing. A lot of people were talking shit about the current, well, the final bit about him is shitty. So the current Abbott is like all about monetizing the Shaolin experience. He's like got a reality television program. He's government appointed Kung too, Fu though. Sh- yeah, he's government appointed. Yeah. He's got a touring Shaolin Kung Fu show, which has actually come through Bakersfield once, but I couldn't get there. They're all like midgets. It was, I, wanted, I really wanted Midget to see Kung it. Fu. Um, and they, they're opening a, a, like some kind of a Shaolin hotel somewhere. Damn. Like all, all this stuff. Um, and they call him a CEO monk. He's got an MBA degree, um, and a lot of people talk shit about him because he's turning the monastery into a commercial enterprise. Um, it's the reason that there's he's the reason there's now three million tourists a year coming to the temple, et cetera. Instead of two thousand right. visitors. Yeah. But it's like at the same time, Times I think changed. that's inevitable and it might be a good thing. It's like you still can't come into the temple. The monks still live here. They open the doors for these hours to let tourists see them. And then when they shut the door, that's when they study. That's when they fight. That's when they train. Um, We'll let film crews in for money, you know, and it's all going to the monastery. It's all going to the villages around here. But he also is got caught in a scandal for financial and sexual misbehavior, even though all the uh, investigations so far keep finding him innocent. Well, he works for the government. So, yeah, exactly. So well, at um, some point that, you know, things have to change. It's not going to always just be fucking no. monks in the mountains. There's no. going to be modernization and For financial, sure. you know, adaptation in order to try to sustain. Like you have to move a little like Catholic church admitting there's aliens. Mm-hmm. And, right. You know, right. Yeah. So, and getting blowjobs from little boys. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a cool thing. Like a lot of, you know, that like that would almost be my fucking dream life to just <laughs> like, to live in a monastery like that. To, to study something you love. For me, it wouldn't necessarily be Buddhism, but it's like if I could just you know, study can I, can something. Can do this and read sci-fi Exactly. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if there was like a thing that I wanted to read and study that much and I spent my entire day doing martial arts training, meditating, like that just sounds fucking fantastic. Like yeah. that would be amazing. So I thought it was really cool. I thought there, I, I thought even just to look behind the scenes of what the temple is like right now was very interesting um, and there's a very, very deep rabbit hole of YouTube videos just about the the warrior monks. And, yeah, lots of little yeah, short you know, 11 minute, 8 yeah, minute, 7 minute videos. Like yeah, like and that. I've got the link to that BBC documentary about the guy with the monkey staff. And then I've got a link to the guy who critiques that video as well. Um, and I'll put a link to the first of those. And just look up like the superhuman feats of like the baseball Fucking bat crazy. breaking and that kind of just shit. Just watch them train. Hits. And if you, I mean, even if you haven't done martial arts, you should be impressed as fuck by their kata forms. Mm. But if you have, then you're going to be like, oh my God, that's just perfection, dude. They're, they're pretty amazing. So I thought it was cool. All right. Uh, social media winner for episode 562, Elliot Ness and the Untouchables is going to be Chris Hughes. He's going to win a t-shirt uh, for sharing on Facebook and interacting and Frankie Pigeons is going to reach out to you and get your shirt size and your personal information. And I'm going to send you a T-shirt that was printed from Jimmy motherfucking D's tees. Yeah. So thank you for sharing on social media. Also, we're part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. You can go to podbelly.com and check out other cool podcasts uh, like Robots for Eyes podcast. 
I mean, they're cool just because the British accent, to be honest. I don't care what they're saying. It just sounds cool. They sound mm. smart. You know what I mean? They could or be the same. Not really. Yeah. He's listing shit. Have you listened yeah. to him? No, I can't get but past have you been there? I can't get past, past the accent. Teeth. Yeah. yeah. It, well, don't look at the video. You can just hear the audio. No, you can hear the chatter. Through the, yeah. yeah, the whistling. Yeah. I just see Austin Powers. The British whistle, yeah. fucked up teeth and a heart shaped mm. hair chest hair well, my parents are cousins they can't help it yeah, yeah. blue blood flowing around over there um but go check Keep them out the family yeah and check out paranormal punchers if you're into paranormal stuff um you can also find them at podbelly.com um also thank you to el yucateco hot sauce that is our primary sponsor it is nutritious delicious i went to the store and i bought six bottles of triple x because wow. we're out and i had to i had to fun myself six I had to do it yeah man no more no less <laughs> six bottles no more no less it's yeah. what i felt comfortable with i was like will this yeah. get me through it won't i'm gonna buy the big jug <laughs> it won't yeah but i don't know it, it felt crazy to buy amazon. more than that hmm? let's get that shit on amazon it's cheaper at the store though the shipping is kind of crazy on amazon but if you're in a place you can't get it as dave said you can get it on amazon with the gallon it's oh the gallon yeah it's it's 40 bucks let's just fucking buy it. i don't know why i haven't had yeah. yeah i just buy that because that's cheaper than doing what i'm doing right. order it right now it'll be 250 a, a bottle yeah 250 a bottle or whatever i'm gonna last you a week or so um yeah. but if you haven't tried it try it um it's a good way to support us and uh it's a good way to and improve your life it will i i use it every day on fucking something i just had my broccoli salad and i put triple x all over that shit had a uh, broccoli soup i'm doing a lot of broccoli this week broccoli yeah. soup and i poured fucking so much triple x on that shit fucking delicious i love it so go check it out um if you do post a picture with a meal that has uh el Yucateco hot sauce make sure you're tagging el Yucateco, um because they can't see it all you know you might What's be the tag whisked away into uh obscurity just um it's different it's, yeah just i mean hashtag el Yucateco because they can just search hashtags um but you can also app at. them um and then the facebook one's different than the instagram yeah. one uh, the Instagram one's just at Elucatego Hot Sauce. There's an underscore floating around on the Facebook one. If you start to type it, it will recommend it and True. you can just finish mm-hmm. it. So just at Elucatego underscore Hot Sauce, I think, uh, on Facebook. So And then on Twitter, I think it's as easy as just at Elucatego. There's no underscore happening. Instagram's Elucatego underscore Hot it, Sauce, too. Is it? Yeah. I just know. I know when you start to type it, it just fucking recommends it. At least it does for me. So do that. Tag them. Tag us so we can see that you showed that's some love, That's because you like the page already. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, right. and that's another thing. Yeah, if right. you don't follow their pages, uh, whatever yeah. your flavor of social media is, if you use uh, Clitter or Instaberry or Throatcock, whichever which one it is, you know, <laughs> make sure that you go uh, <laughs> like them and follow them on that one. This is definitely going to be the example. This is going to be the example shout yeah, out that yeah, I send yeah, them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give it, give it a choke. Give it a choke on throat cock. <laughs> yeah, go, go yeah. choke them on throat cock um, if you haven't already. No, you um, choked them. Yeah, taint them on gooch. <laughs> uh, do that. Um, also, uh, thank you to Printer Cheap. You can go to printercheap.com and order stickers and other printed items. Um, if you have a business or a podcast or a need for printed goods, um, you can save some money by using code Sofa King Podcast. Uh, so do that over there. Also check out Jimmy D's Tees. He's got all kinds of cool shit for sale. He prints a bunch of stuff that we sell um, over at sophiekingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, so support him, support us. And uh, if you need something made, he can make it for you actually. So hit him up on social media if you need something. He's pretty cool like that. He even does small quantities. And he's super fair. Does great work. Always yeah. gets stuff to us I, quick. Coincidentally, he's a great baker too. He needs something he made. He has a small quantity. That's kind of fucked up. What? Oh, well, I was talking about his pants but since you're bringing it up. There were pictures. He can't bring it up. Yeah, he can't bring it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So check out Jimmy D's Tees. Um, Also check out uh, SKR Apparel. That's at S-U-I-K-E-R apparel.com. Check out Retro Vague. Um, New uh, 
Bowie shirt on there. There's a Prince shirt. Oh, I didn't show Dave yet. There's a oh, Prince no, shirt. A Prince shirt in the works. <laughs> oh, oh, a new David oh, Bowie shirt. Cool, cool, and there's cool. a sweet ass Back to the Future Pinheads Too Darn Loud Tour shirt that just came out. So if you're a Back to the Future obscure fan <laughs> and you like a Huey Lewis telling Michael J. Fox, I'm afraid you're just too darn loud, there's a shirt for that shit. Hmm. That's a niche. Where's right my there. Highlander nice. shirt? Uh, you want Highlander? Oh, fuck I'll yeah. Make it, make it happen, dude. There can be only one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do it. And then my Mexican Highlander. Yeah. There can be only Juan. <laughs> exactly. There can be only Juan. <laughs> fucking do it. It'll be a special <laughs> short run, dude. You have fucking Highlander with a sombrero and shit. Yeah. There can fucking be lightning only bolts Juan. coming down. There can be only Juan. <laughs> yeah, you have to steal his, you have to steal his weed eater. <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> that's how you kill him. You, rem- you remind me to do that, and that's going to fucking be a shirt on there for sure. Um, so go check out RetroVague um, at RetroVague.com. If you're into... Uh, Highlander, there can be only Juan shirts that are on the way, but there's a bunch of cool shit on there right now. Um, and there's like David Bowie coffee mugs. There's a bunch of cool shit. I'm I'm probably gonna buy some myself some shit on there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there's cool stuff I want. I don't got it because we don't make it right here. So um go check that out. And what else did I forget? Is there anything else I forgot? Oh, just the skull member of the month. Uh, yeah. this month is uh Matthew D. Adams. Uh, you guys know what the D stands for, right? Sure do. Porpoise. Well, dolphin, but indirectly porpoise. Yeah, yeah, that's wrong. Oh, no? No. It's Debbie. It's oh. mom's name. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. That's that nice. Name, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So he's actually starting a new business. I mm-hmm. uh, wanted us. He was actually hit me up uh, on sponsorship, and uh, it's going to be... Uh, uh, Big Matt, Debbie's. No, Maddie D's Tees. Okay. Um, so he's, uh, <laughs> he's going to make T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I uh, wanted to know if uh, he could, you know, make our make our clothing. Oh, look he enjoys Jimmy, Jimmy look but Jimmy. he said that he can just blow him out of the water. Right. Literally. Literally, yeah. Blow yeah. him under the water. Blow him under the water, like in the, the water, jacuzzi. out of the water. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So he was wondering, you know, what you guys might think about that. And uh, well, We're, we're yeah. pretty loyal to Jimmy D. Yeah, he, he needs Jimmy another... had to fuck up in a bad way, Matty D. Yeah, Matty D needs a new... Uh, what else could he do? Maddie D's bees? He could sell honey. I wouldn't so buy it. Wouldn't buy, yeah, so why are you telling him stuff you wouldn't even buy? Maddie D's. Cheese. Uh, cheese. Vegan cheese. Make vegan cheese. He can make uh, vegan cheese, yeah. Maddie D's. Maybe he could do bottoms. Like, he just does shorts and pants because Jimmy does tees. Oh, maybe. I don't know what, how it's going to ring, though. Maddie D's knees. <laughs> Maddie D's knees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maddie D's nuts. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah, he just sell almonds. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's actually just, pretty good. Matty D's nuts, and he sells yeah. varieties of different nuts. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I like that. You got something to cash I mean, you, you, you outside? Would you try his nuts though? <laughs> cash you I'm gonna cash you outside. Yeah. Yeah. Would you try his nuts? You could try these nuts. You're gonna yeah. love these nuts. Yeah, yeah. Vince with slap chop. Vince might kill him though, like he did. Like he did Billy. Duel. Yeah. Yeah. He did kill. He killed Billy. He totally fucking killed Billy. Yeah, hit his yeah. head on a fucking airplane. Yeah, right. those well, and, they went to and, Vegas together for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were both on coke. You know, yeah, fucking Billy fuck was on coke, yeah, dude. And he's he's got a he's got a new fucking uh, thing coming out too. What's it called? I don't know. The Jap Chop. Anyway, the Jap Chop. Wow, <laughs> that's they just use their hand to chop it. They don't even yeah. need the fucking slap chop. Yeah. So anyway, thank you, Matthew, and um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams, I'm at Riz the Wolf. They have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also, check out uh, you can check out underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's Tees, Maddie D's Tees. Don't forget to go like them on Instagram. Uh, new sponsor. And um, who else? Uh, Jimmy D's. Uh, you can check out. That's pretty much it. Um, 
the Sofa King playlist is on Spotify. Just search Sofa King. You can find that. And uh, don't forget to check out Patreon, patreon.com backslash Sofa King podcast, sports show. And uh, don't be a fuckface peasant. You know, freeloading bastards. Brandon Enox just sent a picture showing a Gary Coleman bumper sticker in the middle of Death Valley on some fucking thing. I don't know if he put it there or if... Death Valley? Yeah, he said... He's oh, like, that's that's mine. I put that there. Oh, you put that there? Yeah. That's funny. He <laughs> just found it. T Kettle Junction. Yeah. T Kettle Junction. Yeah, I see it right here. Yeah. Look. That is it. Yep. He found that shit in the middle of the desert. Yeah. That's, that's funny. Fantastic. <laughs> I put that He's like, there. no, I was just oh no, he said he's not even there. He said he was watching YouTube and some Jeep trails and he saw the sticker on YouTube. <laughs> that was after I was the there. Picture. Yeah. That's uh that's uh Jonathan Preem. That's when yeah. we all went. Yeah. That's funny. That's I'm funny. So they went after it. That's awesome. He also said he was somewhere on a trail and someone had a Sofa King podcast shirt and said, What's up? Like and they become like Sofa King trail friends <laughs> nice. when he was out yeah. there. Yeah, they know gay. what that means. Yeah. Sofa mm-hmm. King trail friends. Trail friends. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Hey, you like trail mix? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like trail mix. You like raisins? Yeah. Like, or just M and M's. Okay. Have you heard my trail mix? He plays it in his car. He's like, do you believe in life after love? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, don't be a retard. It's just different. I swear these rappers are by me. They want to be just like me. I switched the floor up a little, the instrumentals from the blow like Kanye or Nike. Bitch, I got all the answers. I said I needed guidance now. I got all the prances. If I'm in the club, nigga, you can have the dances. I just love the back end. Fuck it, park back in. Let's take a moment of silence. Okay. Nigga, killing me, straight violence. Came back with some hits, the game needed perfect timing. Rollie on, and ain't signed yet, I'm straight wild. Tell me, gon' try to change, lost two, my niggas locked up. Solitaire with sickle cell, bone started lock up. Fuck you, niggas, y'all ain't really man enough to pop us. We got GTA guns, nigga, like who go rob us? I been getting at it since the so now they fucked up. Last decade was pop music, you niggas locked up. Look, cousin start trapping and told me to get my bus up. That's when I had a flash, got it. Get off my ass. Mama kicked me out the house, but I landed on the grass. Shit was mad greener. My wife a bad Gina. We just made it out, nigga. Cash Madlena. About to blow up. Y'all need a fast trap femur. Have you ever wanted it so bad you couldn't sleep? Down to kill if it ever come to you or me. Jumping hurdles every day and it didn't no repeat. Make at the same fucking spot for another week. On the same fucking block, coat Molly weed. I need everything that you got. Plus it's on your feet. If you put that thing in them god, cause my gun don't squeeze. I'm just trying to pay me a spot and live in luxury. Now I'm dead. Ooh. Let's take a moment of silence. Okay. Nigga killing beats, straight violence. Came back with some hits, the game needed perfect timing. Rolly on and ain't signed yet, I'm straight wildin'. Let's take a moment of silence, okay? Nigga killing beats, straight violent. Came back with some hits, the game needed perfect timing. Rolly on and ain't signed yet, I'm straight wildin'.